This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio uh, this is Kenny Omega, we're listening to One Nation Radio Check it out guys, these guys know what's up Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me Goodbye and good night, hey Welcome to... The April 28th edition of One Nation Radio here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rich Ladder, here with my co-host, James Boyd. As always, James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just got done watching um, uh, Avengers Endgame for the second time. Uh, that's all I'll say. I don't want y'all to just like tur- like punch on your you know, you're, you're, you're on your screen or, or whatever else trying to say, no, no spoilers. I'm not going to do that to y'all. Um, so we just move on from there. You should like do like a bonus like spoiler show like sometime this week for anybody that wants to listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean I could do that. I could do that. Link up, uh, either, link, you know. Yeah, I just talk about your little movie. My little movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think the only thing uh, I think the only thing I ha- the only rule would be like no Caleb. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. we bo- we we boxing him out. Oh. Man. <laughs> We 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 bully we bullying him like how uh, uh like Bailey and uh and Becky are apparently bullying Alexa right now. So yeah, yeah we on that. Yeah, we're that's, being we're, we're being mean girls. Yeah, you can't sit with us. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that's a whole thing. I'm I'm sure that goes way deeper than rap. Um, as far as the uh, horsewomen and Alexa and that the the I can't wait till they start writing books. Like between all them, like I know Charlotte already came out with her, with her book with Rick. No, I don't mean that one. I mean when they're 40, when they ain't got like much to hold back no more, when they don't have to worry about working with this person again. I cannot wait until Sasha tells us what it is or Alexa tells us what it is that they hate about each other. So you mean like when they go on straight shoot or whatever else? Or yes. Not straight shoot, but uh, what's the shit? Oh, when they go on any of these shoot videos. Yeah, you know, when they're in the hotel with, with Buddy with the generic blinds, and yeah. then, like, they got the RF video joint in the back, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, man. Like, like, let me tell you why such and such wasn't shit, and then they pull out that Jericho list, like, essentially, and like, I've been saving up. I've been waiting. I can tell you this right now. If, if, you, if you ask me, right, people talk about the S.H.I.E.L.D., or whatever else about like how you know more or less these people that like either got them into wrestling or kept them into wrestling and this sort of thing and how much like uh how much they enjoy them like I don't really have that feeling for the Shield like I pre- I I appreciated them as a group more than I do as individuals now but uh I kind of have that for the Horsewoman as you know so 
like if they ever do one of those things where like they go to Russell Con and they're gonna just like do a panel where it's just like those four there, like I am there. How, <laughs> how much is it? How, oh, okay, I got you. Look, yeah, I got don't you. Don't matter. I'd be like... Like, yeah. I'd be like, hey, uh Becky, Charlotte, uh, Sasha, uh Bailey, tell me about Alexa. And just be like this, yes. like, looking at you, like, yeah, I can't wait for you to all all four of y'all to unload on this woman. I can't wait. Look, they don't even got to say nothing. I just want to see their faces. It'll tell us the whole story. <laughs> I want a story. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll take look. I'll take the story, story too, but I want the face. Because like they, I mean, like between Sasha and Alexa online over the years, and then like now, now this is like clearly, clearly something's up. I I can't believe we're leading off our show with this. Like oh yeah, <laughs> and with a bullshit innuendo. Hey, yes. Is that kind of weak? Oh my god. As you guys can tell, uh, there's really not too much on the docket. We did have some uh, you know, like if, if you want to hear folks talk about the WWE financials, um, I recommend Russell Nomics Radio, Voice of Wrestling. They pretty much went into a big deep dive. I just took a couple things away from it, like these numbers aren't pointing up, like as far as like um their metrics. The only metric that is really showing that they're doing well in and i don't know if it's necessarily even a metric it's like okay we know twice a year there's gonna be 50 million dollars mysteriously pop up in a section that they don't want to talk about and then the tv money that's coming yeah the wwe network's not growing the oh common sense will lead you to believe that that the network is not growing for some reason let like I don't want to get into people have a back and forth about whether or not that's true or not, but ultimately they're not reporting it. Well, they're hiding it. And yeah, there's no reason to not report it other than they, their growth has completely is as stunted or they have in fact lost, uh, uh, um, not follow subscriptions. Yeah. And the, I believe they lost money on house shows. Vince McMahon gave this ridiculous excuse of a couple injuries um, that were, and he said 15 people in, in all. And I'm like, there's no way that 15 people were out. Because uh, I, I looked at um, that list that they put out, and Becky Lynch was on that. Becky Lynch was not legitimately injured at all. That was y'all doing. That was <laughs> that was taking her off them shows. So Wait, was that for quarter one? Was that for quarter one or quarter? Was that report for quarter, quarter one, one or quarter four? Quarter one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all, y'all gave her a fake injury and de- and decided, you know, we're not going to have you wrestle. And better yet, I, I believe Sasha was number was a number two person on that list, right? Yeah. Like, do they book her like she's a top star that's supposed to draw people in? Exactly. Like, you got Roman Reigns and like everybody at like, fifteen. First off, there aren't fifteen draws in WWE. Get the fuck out of here. There aren't. Yep. And there never were. There never were 15 individual draws in WWE. Like, <laughs> if you want to say, like, yeah, like, more people, more, you know, mid-carders add to wanting to go see the circus, sure. But don't don't, don't shoot me on that. Like, the, what you have is Roman Reigns, and after that you have nobody else really to speak up. Yeah, um, I'm guessing Baron, uh, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman in those main events was not it. Um and, you know, just looking at, like, all these, like, measures, there's just, like, little things that, that show, like, a very, like, stagnant or, like, coasting company. And they've got a couple things saving them. And it all comes down to, like, TV and stuff that doesn't make you feel good, like Saudi Arabia. Yep. Uh, I, I didn't know if you had a chance to kind of look over some of this stuff or not. But... Oh, yeah, I, I, I looked over a few things and uh, heard a few things. Like, 
like their merch is down, their 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 uh, their attendance is down. Uh, even but, when you adjust, like once you adjust for, especially once you adjust for the fact that like last year's Royal Rumble was in a um, was in a regular size stadium. Like once you just basically go show, basically show per show, like they're down. Uh, like their ten, like their rating is down, like more than even it was even before. Like it's like year to year, like it's really. Yeah, it's it's. I don't want to say dire because like they're still going to be making hand over fist with uh, right. when when it comes to like later in the year, right? But like, you know, I apparently, I mean, the decision to go to Saudi Arabia has some um, long lasting effects that that were bigger than they probably suspected it would have been, and bigger than even we did after they continued on with it. We thought that you know they lost, you know something like 10,000 ish uh, subscriptions or whatever else. And now it's turned into like the subscriptions are, are down um, and the viewership is like cratered. And the only thing else you can point to besides Saudi Arabia is like Roman. And, but Roman wasn't, but and, had th- Roman and then back. he came back and then, <laughs> and it's still, yeah. And it's, and it's somehow like while Roman's back is, he's still somehow gotten worse. Now I would say that has to do with the fact that like, they put him like shit so far since he's been back, but, Whose fault is that? Yeah. Um, very interesting to see, like, uh, and if this is a reflection of, of you know, them beating everyone, like, they, they gave the WrestleMania um, finishes that everyone wanted, right? Becky wins, yeah. Kofi wins, Seth wins, right? And it seems like, aside from Kofi, and are they really presenting Kofi as, like, the big star? I would argue no right now. But even with the even with the angle they shot on Tuesday, how long did that take to happen though? Like two that, weeks. I keep forgetting when WrestleMania was. Like it's like, two weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, no, not two weeks ago. But like, okay, it was April seventh. Was WrestleMania? So three it's April weeks. Yeah, so it was three. Yeah, weeks. so yeah, it's, it's or this is about to be three three episodes since. Like you look at that night after WrestleMania, they did that that fuck fuck job with putting the bar in there with Kofi and Seth. And yep. you've had like six shows between uh, Raw and SmackDown where, you know, it's taken a really a while to get these these people going into their next programs. They've had you know a couple why? lame duck shows. But you know why though, right? What's up? When's the next pay per view? May nineteenth. How many weeks? Ago? So that is three weeks from now. Yeah, roughly. WWE like they they it's like they refuse to. Like you know how many cool things they could have done in those down weeks, like that they could have just like experimented and and gave like kind of great shows that like really led to nothing. They could have just had like big matches and just didn't do them. Decide, all right, uh, all our pay per view build is going to start four weeks out, and they've got money in the bank qualifiers to get through. They've got all this stuff to get through, but that they decided not to do, and they threw out largely vanilla shows. Yeah, I mean, you look at WrestleMania, right? Like, from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, they had 10 weeks. They did not start the WrestleMania build until four weeks out. Three to four weeks out. Yeah. <clears throat> so That's, all- I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, they had some things there, but, like, they you literally did not know over half that card was set until, what, the go-home show or maybe the week before then? Like, that is, that is like, that, that is not necessarily the best idea in the world. Like, and I don't think people were thrilled about, you know, Becky having to face Lacey Evans. And then you look around the women's division, it's like, how many real main event acts are there in the women's division? Not many. And Becky has to, like, Two. wrestle all these people. And, Two. 
it's like it's not gonna like, and they can't wrestle each other forever, even though WWE seems to be determined to think they can. Dude, but it's it's so funny. Okay, so they wrestle each other all all fucking fall, right? All fucking fall. Then after Survivor Series, they wrestle each other at uh at the next, at the December pay per view, right? Or that whole program led to those two in Oscar at TLC. Then they have a break, uh, seemingly a break. Then they face each other. Then the last two people in the Rumble are Charlotte and Becky again. Then at was it Fastlane? Fastlane. Then at Fastlane they wrestle. Then at WrestleMania they wrestle. Now at fucking Money in the Bank they're gonna wrestle again. They've been wrestling each other for eight fucking months. <laughs> like I understand, like it's still probably the hottest thing they or one of the hottest things they still have going, but. Like people have wanted to move on from from Becky and Charlotte since motherfucking Evolution. Like that was what that was the end. Move on. We were supposed to get Ronda versus Becky, but we couldn't because Becky got her, her face her face bro- her nose broken. And then then they, they they took a week. They took one month off, and they've been back at each other ever since. In this whole entire thing, and it's like I enjoy I enjoy how I enjoy how much like when they're face to face with each other, they like. They reach a level of animosity, and you feel the crowd pick up when like they're arguing, interrupting each other. And you feel like the real emotion of like, or not the real emotion, but the emotion of feeling like these two people are sick to death of each of each other, and they just basically want to put each other away and be done with it. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that we haven't been like you know kind of exhausted by the fact that like they've been wrestling each other over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And it's like they got to up the ante at this point. Like them coming out there in a uh, in a regular rules match does nothing for me at this point. This could be a hell in a cell match. This could be an I quit match. This could be like and I know they already had the last man standing match like at Evolution or whatever. And an I quit match would be cool or a submission match would be cool because they both have su- they both have submissions. Yeah. Do something Finish. like that, but um, that would be cool. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, still time for them. To, there's still plenty of time for them to add that because, like, like you'd be like, "What's next?" Like, I mean, maybe they. I mean, they could do two out of three falls. You know, and there's always stuff like that. But I mean, I, and, and just looking all around the champions, like you know, yeah. like AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. That's a that's a good program. Like that's a good match that we all want to see. But like. Is that really like gonna move business? I don't know. And then Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens. I don't know if that's gonna make everything just start like pointing upwards. And well, I'm, I'm like, do you okay, think they so... need to just kind of like stick with what's getting reactions right now, or or take like drastic measures? Like because if you pull the plug too early on this, maybe it, you don't know exactly what you have right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely say like you don't just change action because these are the three hottest things you have going right now. I would say you keep trying to, uh, you see, keep trying to make it work until you can, until a while. And also while you do that, also try to get some other people elevated in the meantime, until they're in, in, try to try them when it's time, like, you know, like going into SummerSlam, that sort of thing. But, or maybe even before then, but right now, if you kill any of them three off right now, immediately, like what the fuck else better you got? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I guess you can make the argument Roman Reigns, or you have Roman Reigns become the guy. Like you have, uh, you have Owens beat uh, Kofi, then beat him, then take him off the table, and then you have Roman there, and then you make, uh, <laughs> and then you make Owens uh, a, a fu- another fucking uh, proxy for the McMahon. But it's like, dude, just like, uh, just you know. Shane and Shane and Owens just were like this, just like less like eighteen months ago. 
don't right? re- don't don't even remember that, James. Just, just yeah, just, you know. I, I guess it's not. Bad, it's bad for you to remember such things, yeah. but yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, like I don't really want to get into banging on any of the three champions for the ratings, seeing as how they just let Brock Lesnar essentially have a Hollywood Hulk Hogan reign with him never being <laughs> around, and we never had any like you know champion at all. So I don't I don't understand how having the belt on like someone like Seth right is worse than having the belt on a motherfucker that's never there <laughs> to, to even yeah. be seen. So yeah, yeah, and, and another thing about it is like. If you want, like, I don't know how you can blame Seth for the ratings when you know good and damn well the reason why Raw's third hours keep dropping is because you keep putting Baron Corbin in the fucking main event. That's another like whole another story. So, so like, I can't, I, I can't tie. I, I mean, I guess you could throw some blame his way because he's a champion that's happening on his watch and he should be able to overcome the shits. But no, I mean, like, but <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be fair. It's like maybe there is some to blame, but like, dang, for me, Seth ain't number one for that. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't put it on Seth. Now, as far as SmackDown is like, I thought the big dog was 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 the person that made it, that uh, that I thought he was the one that you know. And I'm not blaming himself for this. Like, I blame the booking in, in the bad roster positioning for all this stuff. Like, all this lays at all this lays at the, at the feet of Vince McMahon and his and his bad decision making storylines over the past six or really, really, let's say two years, three years. Yeah, they they've gone to to, to just free fall in a couple areas. But we're gonna get to some of the questions that you guys sent in. Um, for us we're going to start over on twitter and then we'll work our way to the facebook question so coming from uh let's get the username at smoke break podcast said now that roman is on smackdown how long before he gets booked into the title picture appreciate you Uh, sending the question in i would say is how i would say you hold it off until after like the kofi thing has run its course and then after you know, whoever vanquishes Kofi um, and becomes the heel champion, then you make the heel, the babyface challenger, the new babyface challenger, Roman. Like, uh, you can't, you cannot have Roman basically step over uh, Kofi like that. You can't. It'll be a fucking disaster. It'll be bad either way because people will see through whatever. Right. But, but it will be worse, is my point. So, if it's me, and I know, well, yeah, you can't really do that because. Survivor Series is their goofy all-star game, but (laughs) um, in a normal booking scenario, I would pretty much, I would get the belt on Roman around Survivor Series and let him go into WrestleMania as the defending champion, and the story is who's going to beat him. Like, that's what, you know, I would do. So I would do that, but knowing them, I mean, they're probably, they're, they're just itching like like to, to to they they might do it the first night on Fox. Well so what it'd be September, right? Yeah. Sounds about right. That makes sense. Put a title match on the first night. That'll work. Yeah. Or not work, but like I then, I, w- I would hope they would do that, put a title match on there and treat it as like it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Like remember how awesome the first raw the brand split was? Yeah. And then, like everybody felt like there was hope. Like give us hope. All you need to do is give us hope. And then, like, they don't um, fuck it up from there. Then they can say that you know their title change drew this rating, and and, and say Roman Reigns is this big draw, and all this. It, it would just go all into everything they want to say. So, <laughs> oh man, you being too cynical, man. I was sorry. I was literally taking it at face value. It, I was saying like, yeah, like on good faith that there is no know, good faith. This is WWE. 
I I meant okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um next question from at the JML underscore. What's up, man? He said, How do y'all feel about WWE signing every notable black wrestler available? Do you think they're trying to maintain or gain black fans to position themselves in a positive light and hiring people of color compared to non WWE promotions? Also, why haven't the mainstream wrestling media picked up on this? I can kind of speak to the second part of that question. Why the mainstream wrestling media hasn't picked on up on this. I don't think anyone wants to come out there with some, with that as a controversial statement. If you look at a lot of these wrestling sites, you're, you're not seeing a lot of like, um, you're not going to see a lot of people of color like on the Observer, for ex- for example. Um, Man, look, cut the bullshit. The mainstream mainstream wrestling media, just like mainstream media, is white. Yeah. Aside, so, the, the, like, not, so point blank period, like their their antenna or their recognition for that because they default to color blindness as a way to like be a be to play niceties or whatever else. So they don't even not, they they just stay away from that sort of thing. Like, so, uh, Fightful, I can't say I know too many, like, brothers that do work for them. PW Torch, though, Wade Keller does keep, um, you know, a nice stable of guys, uh, Rich Fan and Seahawk and uh, a couple other dudes in there. But um, but as far as WWE signing every, like, notable black wrestler available, I think the only thing I can say to that is if you're a – it's hard enough to if you're a white wrestler to to show up in like New Japan, right? Or CMLL. Like if you add on being black on top of that, I think that probably gets even more difficult and um there are less a lot less of you. So <laughs> um WWE is probably the best option like for a lot of black wrestlers like right now. Like and then, you know, AEW's like coming into play so there would be two like kind of places you know impact has a couple guys as well um i don't mlw when their paper when their contracts aren't written on toilet paper right um i i don't i don't have a problem with wwe trying to do that like they're not really going to gain clout with me because ultimately is what you do with them um to you know impress me and you know, Kofi Kingston's been around for 11 years. Like, it shouldn't have took that long. Like, <laughs> no matter how you want to look at it. You want to say, oh, it added to the story. Yeah, yeah, it did. But, like, there was another story to tell, too, that, that we didn't go with. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, like, what do you think about that one? Um, Like, so we're talking about Swerve, right? Yeah, I, I, I would assume him and uh, Swerve and a- ACH. Yeah, those those are the most recent guys to come in. Yeah, I mean you have Keith Lee brought in uh, or um, Sheldon Benjamin came back what two years ago roughly. Um, trying to think who else uh, they signed your boy. They uh, that was an offensive tackle in NFL. They used to do straight shoot with uh, R.B. Sitterson. Yeah, Brandon Williams. Um, we, yep, yep, him or whatever. Uh, Ricochet. Yeah, and they brought in Stokely. Right. Yeah, Stokely. Um, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, like it's yes, it seems that they're hiring more, um, more people from different backgrounds um, and ethnicities, and that's cool. Because um, ultimately, like the job is how well can you wrestle slash act slash uh, or uh, or uh, give monologue or do dialogue. So. So like yeah like you don't have to be white to do that so, so or, you don't have to be white or a man or, or a white man to do that so like yeah like obviously like you know so like I mean another thing is like I was interested in is that like think of 
uh, sports entertainment or whatever else. And then like you look at so much of sports in this country and so many, so many of the stars are charismatic, charismatic black people. that it's like, why is this like, so, but it's so, it's like literally like, you look at the, it's almost like an inverse, right? Yeah. This is something um, Bill Watts figured out in the eighties, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jim Ross figured it out too, by saying, Hey, uh, the rock, how about hey rock how, Rocky? How about you? Uh, how about you watch some of these, uh, Deion Sanders interviews and then go from there. So, um, so yeah, it's, hey, you know how funny that is. They had that Miami dude acting like a Florida state dude. <laughs> well, if, if we go, okay. Like, the, the thing about Dion, I mean, as a Florida State fan, uh, like, you know, one, he's from Fort Myers, so he already is from South Florida, too, so, right? So the thing is about that is, like, Dion is the ultimate Miami dude, except he didn't end up at Miami. He ended up at Florida State, and that's, like, the ultimate irony, and that's the reason why, like, so many Florida State fans, like, I'm sure one day there will be a better football player to, to, to end up in Tallahassee than Deion Sanders, but we're not going to acknowledge him as, as he's better than Deion Sanders. Like, we just had Jameis Winston, and we still were like, he's number two. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, you know, like, it's just always, you know, we had Dalvin Cook, Jalen Ramsey, whatever else. Like, we're still like, yeah, uh, like, Jameis, he's number two. He won the Heisman. He's number two. Won a national like, so, title. Yeah, undefeated. Yeah, all that. He's number two. Had a game-winning, had a game-winning touchdown, 14 seconds left. Yeah, he's number two because it's Deion. Like that's kind of anyway. Anyway, we I don't know how we got on. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I know how we got back on. It was yeah, rock. Like, yeah. That's how. This is how it ended up working out. I mean, so, um, yeah. But back to what we're talking about about as far as like their high, uh, as far as like now there's no quota apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you. You have you seen you watch NXT since um since Takeover New York right? Yeah. You saw the new show open right? I did. And I don't like it. Okay. Well, it's just more rock music, whatever. But um, it's the double pedal bass rock or, or metal that I don't really like. But Sound I, like I, that I, death I, metal. I like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, double pedal. Pe- kill yeah. yourself. Yeah. The double pe- yeah, Slipknot does it. Like, double pedal bass is like, is the death metal. But uh, like, that's that's climb aboard murder train shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so. You look there and you see like everybody walking up, and then you see like Bianca, you see uh, you see EO and, and Kyrie, and you see uh, well, I don't think Velveteen was in it, but like Velveteen's in, the, in some of the video packages or whatever else, right? Yeah, and I think Street Props as well. You see all you see, you see these faces that aren't these non white faces or whatever else, and then like you see like that, and then you look at the main roster, and you see like. Yeah, like as far as roster position, like there, there's, it appears to be more um, people of color in in more prominent positions on NXT and developmental than on the main roster. And you think, like you know, seeing how literally everybody at this point, except for like damn Randy Orton, is like a former NXT tier at this point, seemingly. So you think, like, all right, well, let's see what the uh, let's see what WWE looks like in five years. Um. But and I mean, if that's the case, then like, cool, bring more people in, and everything else. But like, the history is still the history; that doesn't change anything. But um, it's a, it's a step, in, it's a better, it's a better step forward, right? Uh, from, from this point forward, and you know, let's see how they what they do with a with a let's see what they do as far as building characters for for people of color besides like 
their gimmick is their ethnicity. Yeah. Cause I, I would um, challenge you to tell me what the street prophets gimmick is like <laughs> the street prophets. No, no, like it's, it's like, oh, they're so entertaining. Oh, it's not another one. They love to have fun. Yeah, I thought like I thought. Oh my I thought god! New Day, I thought the new day was entertaining and loved to have fun. Man, oh, I, I am dreading the street profits like Michael Cole getting getting his hands on street profit matches. Oh my god! And this Montez Ford, let me tell you, <laughs> just look at him. Yeah. Um. Just look at him like, go. Yeah, I mean, but you know, like ultimately, like if if you can be Ricochet and they beat you with Bobby Roode, and he like it's like, look, man, like I'm pumping the brakes on enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, and one can only look at Charlotte and Sasha Banks and the history of that rivalry. Um, <laughs> you tell me who was who was who was way more over at literally every point, and and what decision WWE ultimately made. But yeah. anyway, um, on to our Facebook questions. Um, so, question from uh, Simon Cotton. What's up, Simon? So, what is the strongest and weakest divisions of each brand following the superstar shakeup? Hmm. Um. Yikes. Uh. So while you do that, uh, they actually had like a, a kind of a good breakdown in the Observer of like the top Observer. faces, mid level faces. Week week. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. Um. I mean, the meat what comes to mind is that the the SmackDown uh, the SmackDown tag division is weak, very weak. Yeah, um, another one, another roster that's super weak is the Raw Women's uh, division. Yep, those are two that immediately come to mind. Um, now, as far as just, as far as like the deepest, mm, um, I mean, I, I I really like what they have on the SmackDown men's single side. What side? The SmackDown men's single side. So like the, the, the is, face side like, or the heel side. Oh, we're we're dividing it even beyond that into heels and, and baby faces. I thought we were just saying like men's singles, women's singles, tags, women's tags, yeah, or men's tags, women's way. tags. <clears throat> this is for the interest because like I I look at the SmackDown heels right, and after uh-huh. Kevin Owens. It's I, trash. Look, I don't want to see none of them have a match. Like maybe Lord. aside from Randy Orton. Like, Lars Orton, who else? Uh, Elias. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, like I don't want to see none of them wrestle. I uh, mean, but you know, there's also Daniel Bryan if he comes back or whatever the hell we find out what his situation is. Yeah, Daniel Bry- Bryan need to come back and say the album. That's what we need to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, dude, like that. That is what I say. But Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, like. Yeah, you put him to the forefront. You put him to the forefront, and you say, "Run it!" Like that will that will turn these ratings around. It will. More than anything else. I think it will. Like I, I think that one would be like, and, and you take the chains off. And you have Roman say, "Look, man, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of like my career being being tied to you, essentially." Like, and it's and it's good enough to where it's never been alluded to on on TV, right? But everyone will know what the fuck he's talking about. Yep. And Daniel Bryan be like, look, man, the people chose me. Like, <laughs> you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, there's a bunch of directions that take yeah, it from there. But, like, the immediate thing of, like, um, there's a immediate thing of what the, the, the meta reaction to both of them, both of their 
positions and careers since like uh since that Royal Rumble and that fast lane match. Um yeah, and also fed like both of them have missed time at different points, like one for you know, one because the career was over for one point, one was because another person was going to fight for their life. Like it, there's all that stuff there um to play with, but do I trust them to play with it? Well, no, because look what they did with Charlotte, <laughs> Becky, and Wanda just <laughs> going to WrestleMania. <laughs> Like, so, at, look, look at this point, I'm almost like, don't do it at WrestleMania. Do it at SummerSlam or something. <laughs> yeah, then you like yeah. y'all not to be trusted when it comes yeah, to the WrestleMania it'd be, bills. It'd be too much pressure. You change your mind. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that Ashley Banks need to make up your mind. Wow. Um, yeah, I think the Raw Raw's mid card division is is pretty good. Uh, I think you're you know talking about guys like Miz and Ray and Ricochet and Sami Zayn and Cesaro. Like I want to watch all those guys wrestle. I don't Samoa, ever Samoa Joe. Samoa man. Joe, yep, he's their mid card champion. And then um, you know I, I think it is you know you, you do have the the triad of suck with Corbin Lashley and McIntyre together. Yes, you do. Uh, and yes, I, you I don't do. enjoy that, but. Strowman got to fight somebody, I guess. Um, yeah, it's true. But yeah, thank you for the question. And I think SmackDown has a lot of guys like on the uh, bottom end, like that could be plucked. Like you can do something with Buddy Murphy and have him have great matches. Oh, and, bro, they have Buddy. They have Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali, uh, Alistair Black, and Andrade. Like, yep, and Finn. Hey. <laughs> and Finn, oh, yeah, and, Gable, and Cruz. Yeah, they have tons of talent there, and it's a two-hour show, so they can't fuck it up, or it's harder for them to fuck it up. Yeah, um, so it, it will be interesting to see if Daniel Bryan can come back to that mix because, like, at two hours is golden. What do you make of this? Uh, I'm adding this, and this is not on the sheet. What do you make of this three-hour nonsense that I'm hearing, James? Um. It is a company trying to grab more money, at, at, and it is a mistake knowing what is done to their ratings as far as Raw and SmackDown. Like, you watch Raw for three hours, and you don't want to watch a fourth and fifth hour of of wrestling two weeks or the next day. Now, they're moving to Friday. Does that mean you want to watch six hours of wrestling when you only have, what, like a hundred and some, uh, what, less than 200 hours a week? So, you want to dedicate that to six. Of, uh, you want to dedicate six of them to to watching wrestling. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone wants to really spend their Friday night from eight to eleven. I guess in theory, um, <laughs> watching wrestling like every week consistently. Now there are some that are will just do it, but it doesn't seem like a good idea. And I think it would it would kill off a lot of like. The, the main event that SmackDown has in this area of more is more, or in this era of more is more, content, 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 like being two hours has been SmackDown's biggest strength, even through some of the, the horridness that's going on there in years like 2017. Like, oh, at least yep. it's only two hours. Like, <laughs> so. <Yep. clears throat> I think of it like this, right? You There's 168 hours in a week, right? Uh-huh. So if you say you take eight hours of sleep away, that leaves 112 hours of uh, of being awake time, right? Yep. So people go to work, right? Right. All right. So let's just divide that in half. So. <laughs> so. And then you got to drive to work. No, no, no let's, let's let's just leave it at. 
basically, when you are not asleep or at work, you have basically 56 hours uh, a week of your life. That don't include getting ready. That don't include dry commuting. That don't include eating. That. So you, what you're saying is, what people what they're asking you to do is to spend out of your 56 hours a week to spend six of them watching wrestling, at minimum. What is this? Because when, when there's pay per view, then that then that six turns into ten. Or if it's WrestleMania, eleven and a half. Yeah. And if you watch NXT or Two Hundred Five Live, that's, that's two more. Like. Yeah. Or or NXT UK. Yeah. So so yeah, like they're asking a lot, and the 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 rate of, or sorry the the steep price of being able to the entry point for for to getting into WWE is so high anyway because there's a three hour show then that has half the roster and the other half has a five hour show or sorry a two hour show and then once a month they have a four hour pay per view that like has all the shit you really want to watch so like. You're making it harder and harder and harder to get new fans while your demographics are already skewed towards meaning age as old as fucking baseball or older. Like, what are you gonna get these new fans to stick around? And then when most people talk about their fandom, they talk they talk about when how they, they don't watch, they watch on YouTube or whatever else. And it's like okay, so eventually it's gonna reach a tipping point to where there aren't gonna be enough viewers. And then people won't be able to watch on motherfucking YouTube anymore because they'll be canceled on FS1 or, or move to FS1 and have to scramble around and try to find a new TV deal. So let's not do that. And also, them networks don't give a fuck about YouTube views. If, if you right. ever see someone on Twitter lying and being disingenuous, mute their ass. Don't even clog up your timeline with that nonsense. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. Like net, like Fox doesn't care about WWE's YouTube viewership that comes from out of the United States. That those YouTube numbers are usually complete phonies anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> because they count seconds and click-throughs and everything like that. Yeah, don't you, no, what does it count? Be was he have to watch like one minute of a video? To count no one knows, time? James. No one knows. Before we used to know that it was like a certain number of seconds counts as a view. Like the, the YouTube algorithm, like no one knows what counts as a view. Like uh, if someone right. can tell me what counts as a view, I'd love to. Like Monique, I'd like to see it. Okay. Um, and then think about that one view compared to like the like. There's no ad revenue. There's no <laughs> none of that. Like that's not that's not a significant enough number that's being reported in WWE financials. Like YouTube viewership, they're not going to report that. Yeah, like they get very little. They get like comparatively speaking, they get an inf- a infinitesimal. No, I can't even say the word. They get a very small amount. Of sh- yes, so yeah, I was gonna say infinitesimal. I can't even say the word right now. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm done. Yeah, man. Uh, question from Howard Chilling. He says, "What is the most outcome likely outcome of the AJ Seth match at Money in the Bank?" I have an idea. Um, as far as it being a clean finish between both participants in the match as opposed to a cash-in? That's up to you. <laughs> okay, so I, w- I, would have, I would have Seth beat AJ. Same here. I would have Seth Rollins win one, two, three, and then AJ turns heel after and says, fuck this. Huh, okay. I, I can see that. Um... I would say that I would think that Seth would need to beat AJ more than AJ needs to be Seth, seeing that AJ is probably still the number two guy in the company. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I am on that. Yeah, like, they didn't 
they didn't have Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar last month for him to come off the belt immediately. Like, yeah, that'd be fucking moronic. Yeah. Um, and you know, AJ Styles has been champion like for a long time and all that. And yeah. So him not being the universal champion is not going to kill anybody. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really see a whole cash in thing coming from there until we got the participants locked in. I, I don't really know where to drag it. There were some graphics going around. There were local ads. We'll see if those hold up, but, um, yeah. Um, Simon has another question and, while I pull, we ask this question. Let me pull this card up. It says overall thoughts on the AEW Double or Nothing card. Is it better or worse than All In? Ooh, um, my initial thought was it wasn't as good, but I mean, maybe if we run through this again, we can um, we can kind of come to an conclusion on that one. Yeah, I am pulling them both up now. I, I think because, both like, of the shows like have their own charm, like because like All In was like this kind of once in a lifetime we didn't know if we were ever going to see nothing like this and then aw is like the dawn of a new day essentially like so <clears throat> um i've got both cards pulled up here and go through going through what's announced for double or nothing we've got hangman page against Pac, which is neville being a, a great ad so instead of hangman page versus joey janela we have hangman page versus Pac. i think that i'll take that um, we've got, uh, SCU against Shima and some of his guys. I'm gonna keep it a buck. OWE. Yes. The OWE guys. Okay. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I may lose some credibility in these streets, but I've never seen Shima wrestle, but I'm looking forward to seeing what he is. And everyone says he's this, uh, pioneer of pretty much the style that's popular today. So, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> and I, and I like SCU a lot. Those guys are over. Um, Omega versus Jericho. You can take that as Omega versus Pentagon. So we've seen both of those matches before, and they're both great. So uh, that's like a push for me. Do we know? Do we know there's a stipulation on that match? Like, is there like is Jericho gonna be allowed to brawl because like Jericho no, is kind of like this is a singles match outside of like Ishii now. So <laughs> the, the the last Omega interview I heard, it was like he was he was clowning Jericho. He was saying like, Chris, what are you gonna do now that you can't cheat and you can't use weapons to assault me? This is a wrestling match, like and stuff like that. So uh, this is gonna be a singles match. Mm. Mm. Okay, I mean the first match was they beat the piss out of each other, and now you're gonna have a wrestling match. That sounds like that sounds like de-escalation to me. Um, but whatever, we'll figure it out. So, on that one, I would think these guys or Omega's been rested up, and <laughs> that man's probably itching to wrestle. So, I wouldn't bet against them um, on that. So, looking at the next match, we got Doctor Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray in the women's match. It was Tessa Blanchard, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Madison Rain. This could be close. The, the all-in show had Tessa on it, which I'm a huge fan of Tessa Blanchard. Yep. Um, Britt Baker, we got to see her at Shimmer over uh, WrestleMania weekend. I've seen clips of Nyla Rose and Kylie Ray's like, very interesting as far as like being Bailey for adults, essentially. <laughs> and... Um, I don't know. That one could be close too. Like I, I like both of the matches. Yeah, it, it could be close. I, I'm like I don't see a. I mean, I know Pac and 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 Paige are supposed to be like the the Marty and Okada thing, but like it's 
Look, I like I like I think that Adam Page is really good, but like he's not necessarily a guarantee. Say it with your chest. There ain't no guarantee you'll get four and a half stars out of him in a in a big match. I don't give a damn if it's Neville <clears throat> or Pac, sorry, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, um, I would I would agree with that. But I would say it's a guarantee he's going to be four star. Yeah, four and a half I, I I would say him with elite guys, he's never looked out of place. Like and by elite level guys, like I've seen him wrestle with Bushi, and he was like fine. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I would expect this one to be really good. I think I think this one could compete with that. Um, like, I think it's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be four stars. Do I think? But like, I don't think I don't I don't think it'd be necessarily the the smartest idea to think that you're going to expect some immediately expect something higher than that. Right. That's all. Um, then we've got Cody and Dustin with their match as compared to like Cody versus Nick Aldis uh, for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. That match went about as well as it could go, uh, even with it, the shenanigans that towards the end. Yeah, and. I feel like all the familiar, uh, all the, the run-ins and crazy, uh, near falls and just copious amounts of just story (laughs) are going to happen in this match. So, um, I don't see any reason this, this couldn't hit that level, but maybe all this is a little bit, you know, superior in the ring than, uh, gold us at this stage. Possibly. Um, and they got the over the budget battle royal. Looks like that one is kind of a primary feature of this one. Uh, I don't know if this one's going to be able to touch uh, that that over the budget battle royal where they had a lot of people were calling that one of the greatest battle royals ever. Uh, Flip Gordon won, and by throwing out Bully Ray, of course they had Jordan Grace and Brian Cage having that big spot. Um, I got a question. Yeah. So, like, was this Flip Gordon injury thing like? Was that just a work? Sounds like it. Because, like, the one thing was, like, okay, he's coming to MSG and he's going to do the brawling shit or whatever. That may, Okay, I can see that. But, like, he's like he's going to be in Best Super Juniors, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's like, that has to be a work. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm taking it as. Um, okay. And then you've got the Bucks against the Lucha Bros. As compared to um, the Bucks against... Uh, the Bucks and Abushi against Bandito, Phoenix, and Ray in an 11-minute sprint. Now, Young Bucks tag team matches are, are an experience amongst themselves. Lucha Bros, they ain't coming here to fuck around. Um, <laughs> if you've seen Phoenix, if you've seen Pentagon, of course, that match, uh, the six-man, that was about as electric as you can get for 10 minutes straight. Um, I don't know, man. This Just overall, it looks like it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a page out of another book. Or, excuse me. A similar a page out of the same book. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say that there, there's also like a low risk of um, there being shenanigans, like like Adam Page and and freaking uh, Janella that leads to Joey Ryan coming out with Dick with Dick Druids. So yes. Um. So there, so just by that not be, that like that being off the table that that's also an upgrade for this coming show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I don't see like a Matt Cross MJF match. Yeah, there's no like Stephen Amell match, even though Stephen Amell oh, tried yes. really I, hard. He tr- I forgot about that match. Yes. That was the opener, wasn't it? Uh, the Matt the, the MJF match was the opener. Uh, Dan, okay, Daniels and Amell was, was the second. That's the second match. That's yeah, right. Daniels okay. and Amell, like the dude tried really hard. Like he was just blowed up. Like like uh, Emmett yeah. Smith would say, um, <laughs> <laughs> blowed up. 
my god, you know. Um, and then the Jay Lethal and Flip Gordon match. I mean, you can take it or leave it on that one. Um, you ain't like Black Machismo. It didn't quite. It didn't quite curl. Like it wasn't a great match. It was just a good match. It was yeah. It was just cool. Like, um, I, you know, I think these guys are going to have something to prove because you know they had a lot to prove going into All In, and I think it's only gotten more. Like they've only gotten more motivation to stick it to people. Like if you follow yeah. being, being the elite, like yeah, the stakes are high for this t-shirt company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so uh, I wouldn't bet against those guys because uh, I, I just wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> so um, I think it's going to be a really good show. Do I like? But when I, uh, my thing is like, well, I remember last year going into um, or coming out of All In. I felt like in a lot of years this would have been the best paper. This has been the best show of the year in a lot of years. But like they have fucking done Taku and Takeovers are, are insane. Now, so like you know, like let's say four years ago, like yeah, that could have like got a lot of votes for for uh, show of the year. Now, just like it'll be like the best show of the month, probably. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So let's talk about a uh, question from Dre Sosa. He says, uh, "At this point, does it even matter if Sasha leaves?" Uh. I'd love to know the context of that question. Um, like it doesn't matter that she's not a prominent feature, like, can she be replaced? I mean, you're talking about one of the five best women to ever enter this company, right? Yep. You're talking about Sasha who has a larger social media following than just about every other woman out there. Right. Not just about every other woman. That's not like, uh, that's actually on the main roster working today. Um, we've talked about Sasha extensively over the last couple of weeks on this show. And, yeah. you know, I think it's a huge loss, but WWE is built in a way like they can lose anyone. Like, and I, yep. and I take it back to um, like when we talked about Roman Reigns last week, when I was like, you know, do you feel like Roman can't really like speak up for himself like that? Because he essentially saw a whole WrestleMania build come and go without him. And he, essentially contributed next to nothing with that McIntyre feud. So, and I don't know if the show was necessarily like weaker, like with that or, or without that. So like they could have left that shit off. Like, and it like there would have been no difference. Um, in, in one case, it doesn't matter if she leaves. Um, and then in another case, it matters a whole lot because of what Sasha represents. Yeah. And like, it's the same. It, in a similar fashion to them not wanting Dean Ambrose to go, they should feel the same way about not wanting Sasha Banks to go. They should more, what, more. Well, I think it's like if if one leaves, then like the whole set is done. Like all the stuff you can do as far as like the eventual like they are a faction. Like they haven't done that yet. They just talked about it and like the potential of there being like you know a year or two now or whenever the hell like Ronda comes back and like whenever the hell they decide to actually let Shayna like be on the main roster to actually like, you know, make some money because she would immediately be one of the top women on the roster, uh, on the, on the main card. Like, yeah, like that would be there for like horsewomen versus MMA horsewomen. And that'd be great. Um, so like, yeah, just as far as like for a legacy and being able to sell shit down the line, like them always being together would be great. The same way you always want the shield to be together. But 
in some cases, like the, you get creative, people get creatively frustrated. And like Sasha said, or Sasha is more or less saying, I don't want to put words in Sasha's mouth, but it appears to me that Sasha is fed up and tired of being fucked with over, like she, you know, like her career has been put on hold for two whole years or you know, let's say, let's say close to years. And we thought we were getting back on track with this, with this tag shit. And they immediately say, nah, never mind. Not even, not, we're not, we're going to take those off of you. And then we're going to split you up and make you singles again. And it's like, yeah, sure. One will be, one will be, one will be led to believe that, um, that Sasha will have a prominent role because of the lack of death on the uh, singles women's side on Raw. But that's just but not guaranteed. Like that's just not, a, that's just not a guarantee because they like to do shit like push Carmella uh, sometimes, or they like to do shit like you know, like give Natty another turn at, at, as a champion on SmackDown, or like push Alexa Bliss over and over and over again, or, or give or make Charlotte or push Charlotte if while I'm not or push Charlotte super hard while I'm not ever letting her win on TV. So like there's always, you know, like what is it? Sasha like Bailey and Oscar these last like this last month or so, like her only win since fucking November. So and she got made event off that in WrestleMania. So go figure. Amazing. So like it's like these things keep happening to her and you keep wondering why like and if it's about attitude it's like all right, you want to talk about people having shitty attitudes, then let's go back to to whoever one call, whoever one says their favorite wrestler of all time, in this fucking company, he had plenty of attitude. He didn't want to do fucking jobs. Ever. He handed belts over. Like you can't. If you want to say, yeah, that's a different era in the in the um, in Blase Squad about you know the culture has changed in the locker room and like obviously look the maybe the culture matters. Like, maybe the culture needs to change cool. back, James. No, no, the whole thing's my thing. Like, <laughs> to that. My thing's like that's cool, but. You can't be out here talking about motherfuckers trying to grab brass rings as in the third and then like not want to push Cesaro because he doesn't because he speaks a, a with an accent. Like miss me with that bullshit. Everyone's out here trying hard. You just you just aren't good at making these people work for some whatever reason. Why? I don't know. Yeah, you meaning Vince. Um yes. <laughs> and yeah, like maybe the culture should change back. Maybe we should have some wrestlers with some more pride to be like, I'm not laying down for that. I'm not doing that. Like but the only thing is like you know, is it hasn't ever been able to be this way in 20 years, and I'm so glad that it is now. What what if Roman Reigns was like, y'all want me to feud with Shane McMahon? Why? I'm not sure. Like like change it, fix it. Like, <laughs> like I'm not showing up until you do. Like, and like the, and the, and the thing for me is like we've heard stuff about how like the Shield has said that like you know they wanted us to like lose to so and so. We kind of got it kiboshed, or we were supposed to break up at a certain time. We got it kind of got it held off at a certain point, right? And then it was a perfect time for them to break up at that point because like there's uh because at that point we have Daniel Bryan's going, no CM Punk. Somebody has to fill that power vacuum, and then we get Hill. Uh, Rollins with Dean chasing them, and we have Solo Reigns, and they fucked up Solo Reigns. But that's 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 that made sense, like for them to break up at that time, and that's why they decided to go along with it. But like they were together and they held their own. When meanwhile, like we haven't heard nothing like that since then. Yeah, about people basically saying, "No, you're not booking me. You're not doing this. This makes some fucking sense, Vince." Yeah. Um, so just a point of reference, it looks like all in had six matches that had four stars or better. Um, so yikes. Yeah, that's a high bar. So double or nothing, go get it. So, (laughs) um, after that, 
Nicholas Guerrero, a question from him, from him. What's up, Nick? Long-time listener of the show. He says, who do you think wins each of the money in the bank briefcases? I guess between the men's and women's. Do you know what's on the uh, men's roster? <clears throat> so, according to that graphic, I believe I saw Ricochet, Andrade, Alistair Black, Drew McIntyre, Lars, and one other guy that could work, but I can't remember who it is. I mean, um, so McIntyre, right? I would think it would be McIntyre. Yeah, and he like swerves by having McIntyre cash in on Kofi. Oh, that would fucking suck. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'd um, they, I mean, they, 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 they piss me least- off. At least it would make something make sense. Be like, oh, why the fuck was he showing up on on SmackDown when he even end up on SmackDown? Mm. Uh, why are you why are, why have you been protecting this person and he doesn't even have a title shot? He has yet to, like he has yet to have a title shot. In fact, he just had his first fucking uh, pay per view singles match right at WrestleMania after being up for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> that's great um, like they slow like they they really have to figure out how why, why they they need to come to a decision on like why do we slow roll these fucking um nxts like i remember looking um on a list as far as someone someone makes some smart ass joke about like yeah saying uh complaining well, people were complaining about like how they handle nxt years and then they, people were saying like Look at the whole fucking look at all the wrestlemania there's nxt former NXT series up and down list and it's like cesaro no, was the last guy Sorry. Okay. Ahead. Yeah. So, and they were saying like, and people, I've seen people say like, you know, look at the roster up and down the next years, and you're like, no, man. Like, look at that, look at that WrestleMania card on the main roster, and there are like six people on from that that debuted on the main roster from NXT in the last two years. All those, all those people, only six people made on the fucking card, and none of them had a singles match except for McIntyre. Like, this yeah. is a problem. Yeah. Um. So, if not McIntyre, um, I guess the guy that I would pick, I'm not going to say Ricochet. I also raised in the match, I believe, um, from that oh. advertisement. Well, you know Ray ain't winning. Ray don't win shit. <laughs> you know Ray ain't winning the damn thing. Look, you know they don't let Andrade win, but fuck it. I love Andrade as the money in the bank holder. That'd be awesome. It would be incredible. Like had that man uh, talking about the pesos in the bank and you know all oh, that. Oh, he'd be. Uh, oh, you mean like how they used to do with Del Rio? You say uh, it was be like um, Senor De Niro in El Banco. Yes, Senor De Niro El Banco, correct. No, Senor De Niro in the El Banco. Yeah, uh, <laughs> run that back. I remember that shit. I remember like yo, Ro- Ricardo said what? <laughs> Bro, you remember the Ricardo Rodriguez translation website? No. So that was a thing that was going on back then. Like there were people that would translate what he said. That's how we found out about like, like Fruit of Pebble to John Cena. Correct. Okay. Like, and, like that made me like look up what else the fuck he was saying. Fruit of Pebble to John Cena, and yeah. Uh, so for the women's match on the advertisement, uh, <laughs> we had Tamina, Sasha. I'm sorry, stop right the fuck there. Did you say Tamina? I believe that is Tamina all the way on the graphic to the left. So she's there just to catch. Right. And she was actually in one of the Money in the Bank ladder matches. Uh, I think she's actually been in both of them, if I'm not, not mistaken. What, she was in last year's one? Maybe. I know she was in the first one. 
Yeah, she was in the first one, and then like I think also that yeah, because that was all SmackDown. Yeah. So like that's when they were doing the. When, do you remember that promo? Do you remember that promo? Which one? Charlotte says, "Shut up, so and so. I'm gonna make you look like Ellsworth." And then Tamina says, "Shut up, Charlotte. I'm gonna make you look like Ellsworth." See, I'd rather Tamina just stand there dominantly, you know, and, 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 and be the dominant. Whole, and then like. The, the whole crowd was like, wait, you just said exactly what Charlotte just said. And then, like, all of them in the group, everyone that was, all the women that were in the ring were also like, she fought the purple line. <laughs> or either either Charlotte fought the purple line, or it took Tamina's line, or Tamina said the line, and, like, she she got hers. Like, somebody fucked up, but either way, Tamina looks terrible right now. Let's see. I put that shit out to memory. Um, then we oh, got... I remember that one. I remember that one. Then we've got... That the- was the- that was before the reviews. I remember that one. That's how bad it was. Like that was the abs- that was the absolute zero for professional wrestling. <laughs> then uh, we got the cane of women, Natalia, uh, oh, in there. God. <laughs> oh, that- you, bro, you wildin', bro. You wildin'. Then you wildin'. That's, we- that's that's too much, bro. You ain't got to do that. The- it's not. It it wouldn't be a ladder match without Naomi. Naomi's yep. on there. Bailey yep. is on there. Is Ember in it? Yes. Carmella and Sonya Deville. Shock. Oh, I don't see Mandy Rose on there. Really? No Mandy Rose on there, but keep in mind. No Alexa Bliss. No Alexa Bliss, which is like insane because I'm like terrified Rich. Of, of, of Alexa Bliss having. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't either. I don't no either. No Alexa Bliss to come out, to come out here and, and, and steal and announce her damn self. At the end. And, and still, while everybody else is bumping around, she does nothing and they come in. That's, that sounds you know, like it sounds like they'll have that match and she'll just run out from the back and go get it and be like, y'all didn't look like no one has ever like challenged the rule of someone else not in the match grabbing it and then running away with it. That that sounds like something they do for everyone to be furious. Yeah, you know they oh, love fucking with man. us at uh, money, the women's money in the bank matches too. Yeah, like, they are they are. Well, I have no winner. Free, like looking at. Good. Looking at this graphic, I have no winner. Like I can't predict money in the bank for any of them. I mean, if Sasha was still around, I'd probably say Sasha. But therein lies the problem. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, another part about like why I would like Sasha when it is, is like Sasha comes back, wins it, and then we can and then like all the FDS can say, "See, it was all a work." Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Like meanwhile, like well, so what about Sasha talking about she was about you know she wants magic on 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 uh, Instagram and Twitter. That was all the work. That was just, just working over the dirt sheets and the marks and smarks and all this shit. Is like, okay, yeah. all right. I I, I kind of want that because like everybody gets to win. Everybody's furious about how they fucked over Bailey and Sasha. Like Sasha gets something, and then like the FBSers, they they can get something to say that like, see you guys that like follow like common sense. Like, see sometimes you're wrong too. Like, <laughs> so so it. So, so, <laughs> So it can be a nice one for everybody. Oh wins in this situation. You don't want everybody to win, Rich. Nah, bro. Everybody don't get to win, especially <laughs> the shit birds. Um. So, uh, next question from Zach Porter. He said, "Off WWE question, James. Who do you got winning the Cinderella tournament? What first round match has your eye other than Konami Momo?" Okay, so um, I'm pulling I, up the this, bracket this now. Is my- yeah, you can go to their the Stardom English uh, feed, you can, and you scroll up, and you can find the matchups. 
Um, like the, one of the first matchups is like Hannah versus uh, I think it's Hannah versus Miyagi, right? Yeah, Hannah. All right, I'm looking at it right now. So uh, obviously the first the, the biggest match is Momo versus Konami. Second match is um is a uh, Nasuku versus Jungle. You know, former number two in Jan is now on Odeo Tai, and now they're about to face each other in the first round. Um, Kagetsu versus Tam Nakano. Um, that could be good. Yeah, Hannah Kamura versus Miyagi. Miyagi is good. Um, Orisa Hoshiki versus Saki Kashima. I would have liked that that had to be um, yeah swapped. Um, Saki and Tam because like it. There's a weird thing going on in Stars where like Tam is super jealous of of Orisa. I don't know why, but like it's interesting. Um, then you have Hazuki versus Bia Presley. That probably is my pick. Um, Natsu uh, Samiri versus uh, Starlight. Uh, I'm sorry, Starlight. You got to be stuck with this fucking female Yano shit. Um, and then Azumi versus Rebel Kale, which is going to be hilarious because Rebel Kale is like six feet tall and Azumi is a, is a short 16-year-old. Wow. Um, yeah, so for me, it's probably... For me, it's probably... Uh, I'd probably go with uh, Hannah versus uh, Miyagi, Probably. Off a, an, another question that's not on the uh, thing. So I was catching a couple of these on Twitter. The produce shows that are happening this week. Which show looks the best? Because oh, amongst all the uh, all the factions yes. shows. Yes. Um. Well, for one, I want to see this. I think Stars had the uh, had the show where like everybody is in everybody's other gimmick and they're portraying that wrestler. Yes, Cosmo Chain Battle show. Royal. Yeah, Costume Change Battle Royale. So, like, last year, for example, I told you that uh, that Mayu was dressed up as uh, Kagetsu, and then, like, Starlight and Azumi dressed up as each other. But the thing is, like, because Starlight has that, uh, where's the mask, like, she didn't, like, they were both wearing the mask while one was, like, it was funny. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, I, I want to see uh, Kagetsu and Hanukkah switch. Like, wait, so what you're saying is you want, so which one do you want? Or do you want both of them? Or do you want, yes, really, you j- want. Just swap. Oh, my God. I, I, okay. All right. Um, I was looking at the Odeo Tai show um, and found it pretty, actually, hold on, not the Odeo Tai, uh, the Queen's Quest show. And that one looks like it's for real, for real. Oh, and, yeah, because it, it has Tony Storm versus Momo. Yeah, like and then Kagetsu and be Priestley. Yep. And uh, Azumi, Azumi versus Azumi versus yeah. Hannah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then like the three way with the sisters. Yep. The um. So yeah, that that would be cool. You're right. That Queen Quest is probably the best show. Shocker, right? Like the best stable of workers pick come up with the best show. Incredible. Um. Yeah. So let's take a look at the next question we have. Which is oh well, as far as who I think is going to win it, um, yeah, I think Hannah's going to win it. What is I'll, the, I'll have I'll have Hannah win it. What does the winner get? They get a title shot at a Kurikan Hall show, I believe. Gotcha. Um, question from Joe Saba: All these Sami Zayn promos are great and all, but they have just been promos. No feud, match matches, etc. Who does he feud with first? Hmm. Hell, I don't even know if WWE knows. Um, well, I, okay, so who's not the money in the bank? That's on Raw. 
So can we get? I, I think we'd have to turn a baby face for it to happen. But I could go for Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. Like, oh. <laughs> we, we doing that again, huh? You know, we could tr- <laughs> look. We could try that and see how it works out. Um, well, you don't. They don't want to do that to Seth. They don't. They don't want to do that. To Seth. Oh my God! What if it's Strowman? Just have him murder Sami Zayn again. I thought that Strowman was going to be like wrestling Joe. Ain't no guarantees. That's true. I'm trying to think, like, who would be a baby face for him to fight that's not like that's not in Money in the Bank and also not in the top title match right now? It looks like the Miz or Braun Strowman. It could. I could see Miz. I could see. I, I'd uh, like it to be Ricochet. Ricochet, maybe. I'd like it to be Ricochet. Yeah. It, well, no, Ricochet's in Money in the Bank. So no, oh yeah, true, um, true. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I mean, they wouldn't. They wouldn't put Cedric Alexander on pay per view because, of course not. They're not doing that. It'd be nice. They have a kick ass match, but that's not what WWE concern is. Um, the main roster, anyway. Um, yeah. So I, it, it yeah, looks I like Strowman or Miz. I, I think the Miz would be the top pick, right? I think Miz would be the top pick. Yeah, like because you know Miz is a good guy now, and he's amongst the people, and he's like uh, you know. He's taking a lot of abuse from, from from the people, but he sees their you know what they offer and how important these people are, and and it's people like Sami Zayn that that are the problem, you know that just that <laughs> I, I can hear it now. Um, and our last question that was submitted was from our boy Muzza. Uh, he says, "Will Becky Lynch leave Money in the Bank with both belts, and if not, which belt does she lose?" Oh. Um, I believe she's going to be on Raw as a Raw champion. I believe she's going to beat Lacey, and then she's going to. Uh, I, how I would do it is I would have uh her beat Lacey first, then she faces Charlotte, and then Charlotte beats her, and then they they're away from each other for the rest of for another for a whole year. And like you give Charlotte something, you try to get you try to get that like started again, and she's the top champion. And someone has to come knock her off, and like you have that person that chases her down the long run, be Bailey on the SmackDown. Um, like my, my answer would have been Oscar, but like they made her a tag team. Yeah, um, if they did that, I think a solid strategy would be to give Charlotte win now. Survivor Series are both still champions. Becky. They're gonna be champion for neck for for that long, Look, both of them. If it was my company, they would be, but <laughs> so. But I mean, shit, right? Let's do this. Let's go back. Since we're just getting past WrestleMania 35, you leave, you walk out of WrestleMania 34. The two biggest stars in the company were Charlotte and 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 Ronda. They beat Charlotte the f- two fucking days later with, with motherfucking uh, Carmella and made her the champion. So I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like at, fantasy booking this company is like yeah. fools, Aaron. Keep it to you. Keep two women strong for a long period of time. When? When did that ever happen? <laughs> um, they, I would have Becky beat Charlotte at Survivor Series and then get them to WrestleMania after that. Figure it out. Um, so wait, you WrestleMania thirty six, Charlotte Becky? Yeah, uh, I guess that's the working plan, right? Is it? That's that's what I read. Seriously? Yes. While they've been doing these matches on pay per view, well, they're about to have their second match yeah, in the Raw on pay per view, or the third gonna, match on the Raw pay per view, because they're going to separate after this. 
But you, okay. Yeah. That's it's like you know what that sounds like to me. That's like saying, oh yeah, like we're going to do another uh t- like for WrestleMania or for Wrestle Kingdom. That'd be like saying like we're going to do uh Okada Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom and, and think that's going and that's going to draw like uh forty thousand people to the fucking Tokyo Dome. Yeah. No, it won't. You've done. You've exhausted. You you are exhausting the feud. The feud is exhausted. I don't know. If that's a good idea. Yeah. The, what they need is more women's main eventers. And yes. Just hot shot and Lacey Evans. I don't see it. But um, after that, um, let's see. Will she leave with mo- both of them? I mean, she could, but I, I, I really think they're going to get uh, SmackDown a championship. I, I can agree with James. I, I think she'll go over Lacey. I'm, I'm getting a lot of Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns vibes from this Lacey Evans um, build. Uh, pretty much just knocking Becky out every week and whatever. And like, she'll get to the match and they get beat. Yeah, like, I understand what they're doing. Like, they're trying to get sympathy for the baby faces, but, like, no one wants to see that someone, a uh, baby face, get their ass kicked over and over and over. Like, the thing is, like, back in the day, yeah, now it's just like, oh, come on, enough already. Like, you're telegraphing what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. Like, this person's going to run rough shot. You think he's going to get them over. Then they're going to catch the L after whooping this person's ass over and over and over. And then you have two guys like, so we had a, so we didn't have a back and forth match. We had this person just win. <laughs> Great. That's funny. Like, learn the lesson you just, learn the lesson you just had with McIntyre and Roman and don't do that shit. Like, people want to see person X, person Y, well, bump heads back and forth. Like as far as their equals, as far as their build, and then we can't wait to see who comes out, who kicks whose ass, because it seems because we can't tell, and then eventually someone wins. It's not that hard. It's really not. Like that's the reason why Charlotte and Becky was so successful. Like Charlotte was tre- Charlotte was treated as as the queen bee, and then Becky kept Becky was out here beating on her, and then they were back on back and forth over and over and over for weeks, and then eventually Becky beat her once, and then she beat her again. And, and but every single time, but 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 there's never a single time in that whole entire field where you think like, oh yeah, Charlotte's just like Charlotte or Becky just overwhelming one the other one in the feud, while like on on the build towards these next matches, it never happened. Uh, I would say there were a couple points where Shart where Becky was just just running up the score. Oh yeah, when they were trying super hard to get her to get her to still get booed. Yeah, like at the beginning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. When they were trying to get her booed, they were getting they her. They were getting her the most cheered. <laughs> right. <laughs> because everyone was like, "Dude, like this story is not. You told the story wrong. No, like yeah. that is not a heel. That is a person that is, that is like been trying their best and got fucked over by their best friend and is not taking any more." Crazy man, but that was all the questions that we received. Uh, James, you have anything else uh, you want to jump into this week? Uh, no, not really. I don't have anything else. How long is the show going already? Uh, one fourteen. Wow, we really can like make anything happen, huh? <laughs> this, this is not what the Lord's word. It is a Sunday, you know. Oh uh, wow, I'm get a show today. So, uh, but yeah, man, I I did start a uh like a kind of a spinoff YouTube channel, like where I'm gonna be like making beats on the channel and. Pretty much doing, you know, a couple of things there. So make sure you guys check it out. You can type in, I believe it's just Rich Ladder Music on YouTube, and you should be able to find it. Shoot me uh, a subscriber. I currently have zero subscribers right now. Um, so 
y'all can help me out with that make sure you guys are visiting uh all of our uh our sponsors definitely check out uh, powerslam.tv 4,000 hours of independent pro wrestling use your code social suplex and tell all your friends about the social suplex podcast network we need your ratings and reviews go to pro slash social suplex and get yourself a one nation radio shirt get yourself a keeping it strong style shirt get yourself a ricky and clive uh show shirt get yourself the social get yourself the logo shirt too we want you to wear all of them at once and then you know you just you know you might be a little hot but you know you are covered make sure also you go to our patreon patreon.com slash one nation radio you can get in on the one dollar tier and that'll get you the last goldberg episode uh number six i pretty much snapped jerry flynn versus goldberg was excellent uh this was their second match that they had and it was like this shit was out of a time machine so uh you can jump in on the one dollar tier if you like it jump up to the five buck tier that'll get you the rest of the goldberg shows um make sure you guys are always locking in on the network sundays of course with us one nation radio Monday night, Tuesday morning, you got Keeping a Strong Style coming at you. You got grown men watching this shit. You got the Ricky and Clyde wrestling show. You got NXT then now forever, and you got all things elite. So, um, yeah, man, that's 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 pretty much the uh, the run sheet. So we are going to get the fuck up out of here. So <laughs> we are we are out of here. So uh, for James, this is Rich. We out. Peace. Later. credit card bill.